0: we're trusting our intuition and we're doing this in that way, we'll always look back and go, Oh, now I see. Like I could have never seen, I mean, those, I think about the nights I spent crying. It felt impossible to see how, and I I wouldn't have ever been able to imagine how all these things came into play and the puzzle pieces fit together because you can't, right? You can't possibly see it. But then after it happens, you go, Oh no, it makes sense. It all makes sense. But I could have never
1: planned for that. Hello there. Welcome to The Thriving Family Podcast. It's Teresa and Barbara, and we're so happy you're here. We're grateful that you're taking the time to hang out with us in a supportive space to fill your cup and elevate your life. We are here to remind you that you are amazing and you are needed and that you are the rock star of your family and household. Consider us your cheerleaders and all things that bring joy into your life. As your friends, no subject is off limits. We have conversations with amazing guests and experts in all areas including awkward subjects that not a lot of people talk about anything from finding your joy and inspiring possibilities to anti-aging
2: tips and spicing up our sex lives and relationships self-love and confidence especially relating to school age and older kids if you're at the baby toddler or kindergarten stage check out the baby bumps to littles podcast We're your friends and your community because we're on this journey together. It takes a village and we're here to remind you that we're
1: never alone in parenting. This podcast is made possible by amazing listeners like you, and we provide new content on Tuesdays and Thursdays every week. Follow us on Instagram at Thriving Family Podcast for daily reminders and fun ideas. Subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Leave a review and share it with someone who needs to hear it. Let's get started creating the life we want. Divorce is such a big topic and never a plan for anyone that they want to go through. And it's never fun or enjoyable for anyone to go through. And today we have one of the most vulnerable conversations I've ever been involved in with my dear friend and life coach, the amazing Carrie and Teresa. And I was blown away. They have so many good things to share for anyone that's going through a divorce or has gone through a divorce about co-parenting and how to handle kids' big feelings and their own feelings through this huge life-changing situation. And I hope that you get a lot out of this. I was blown away by how generous both of them were in sharing their experiences and just their whole pathway to where they are now. So please share with anyone you think that could get something out of this and enjoy. Amazing, Carrie! I'm so, so thrilled to have you on again. And Teresa and I are excited to talk about something that's in our, in our age group is happening a lot and I think all of us know someone that's going through a divorce who has gone through a divorce. And I knew you years before you were married and then married, had kids, and then have had one of the most successful divorces I have seen. And I think you have so many gifts to share with people that have gone through it or are going through it or about to go through it. And I think it's just so big because it's scary, especially when you get kids involved. There's so many feels. And I think It's just amazing how you guys have handled it and the way you look at it is in such a wonderful light that I would love anyone that needs to hear this to hear it. So I just, if you want to give a little backstory and I, Teresa going through it as well, I just think this is such a gift of an episode for people.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Barb. Thank you for that reflection. And yeah, so divorce is never easy, right? And it's never something we want or plan for or. You know, it's always out of the question when we're getting married and and when we're in that phase. Um, And so it is I mean, you know, they put it up there with death and (laughs) it's it's one of the hardest things that we as humans have to go through if we have to go through it. And um, there's a lot of shame in it, you know, unfortunately there's, and talk about, you know, different stories and what different people go through and mine in particular. Yeah, and so then I'll I'll tell you a little bit more about our personal process because I think there's just some big points that, moments almost that were pivotal as we were moving through it. So one of those was that their dad and I, so we two boys, And they were five and and two at the time that we made this decision. And we knew that this is what we needed to do. And one of the things that we both said from the beginning is no matter what, let's move through this with kindness and grace. And we love each other no matter what. And let's just keep that above all else. And that, that, you know, and you hear people saying the kids come before all else and that, and that was true. So that was a part of that but the kindness and grace was just really important and that applied to everything we did. So in how we spoke to other people, cause we had obviously like everyone has like all families are blended, friendships are blended, like everyone. And, you know, aside from my very, very tight circle of girlfriends, no one knew the details and the dirt and the, you know, what was actually like all the stuff that was actually happening. So that was really big of not trying to make the other person wrong or look wrong or prove that you were the right one because we have, our ego really wants to do that. And that was really important. And, you know, he, he did for the most part, he did the same thing of just really keeping our issues private as we went through it. It doesn't mean we won't ever talk about it, but it was it was just not kind to the other person to try to make them look bad or spill all our dirty laundry to everybody as we're going through this because everyone wants to know why and they think it's immediately their business when you're going through a divorce, right? And so just you know it's okay to, to give yourself permission as you're moving through something like this to to say like I'm not ready to talk about it quite yet and we're just you know moving through this 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 phase together. Um, And I'm happy, you know, let's talk about it another time or whatever that is, but we don't have to tell everybody everything. So kindness and grace, and no matter how ugly it got or hard it got, and it did, you know, there it's not, there's so many elements to it. We always found our way back to that somehow. So sometimes I would lead, sometimes he would lead, but we would always somehow find a way to like, let's sit down and talk about this and get through this. And honestly, we cried on each other's shoulders. We had to go through it and using, you know, the they call it nesting where the kids stay in the house and one person goes away for a couple of days and the other person goes, we did that for a year. So we were sharing the same space. It was so hard. And so it almost forced us to have to come back to this place of being a unified front for our kids and, and having kindness and grace with everything. I mean, we saw each other's pain. It was, you know, it was, it was really hard. And then when the kids asked, so, especially my, you know, the five, my five-year-old, at the time would ask why, 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 you know, why are you guys getting divorced? Why can't you stay together? And the answer that I gave, started giving him and them was that mommy and daddy love each other better as friends. And it was the best way I knew how to not say this went wrong. That went wrong. This is, but it was almost like actually this. And it, and at the time I didn't know how we were going to truly move into a friendship, right? Like I didn't know if we could or how we would, but it was an intention that I had that he had. And I said it out loud to my children. We love each other better as friends. And it became the truth. It really truly did. We love each other so much as friends and so much better as friends. And we were meant to be friends, right? And we were meant to have these children and all of it was meant to happen, but that became the truth. And it, and it really made sense to them. So no matter what it was, our family is never break. We're not breaking it. We're always going to be a family always. Mommy and daddy are always going to be family with each other too. And we, we just love each other as friends. We're not meant to be married. And, you know, even as they've gotten older, they haven't needed to ask a lot more questions about it because they've actually seen it play out and they've seen us respect each other in this way That's so beautiful. And there was one night I was rocking, rocking them both to sleep at bedtime. And, you know, my son, my five-year-old, you know, was just starting to express some things. And he was like, I'm just, I hate that our family's breaking up. I hate that our family's breaking up. And it just came through in that moment. And I just said, honey, our family is not breaking up. Our family will never break up. Our family is opening up. And it was this moment that I just came through me and I it was even like whoa that's true and his whole both of them both of them I could just see their whole bodies just take like this sigh of relief like oh it just made sense
1: and I'll tell you a funny story after that is that my son and I'm crying so yes yeah, so I mean like that is so beautiful care that's amazing yeah. I love that that is and yeah. and I mean that you guys were able to just like center in on what's most important because it is. So if anything bad happens, everyone needs to know the story. And then it's like, once it's opened, then it just gets muddy. And I watched you guys and I it was so, I was so admired how you guys did that. And you just, and I saw you in pain, I saw you struggling yeah. and you just stayed to what's important. And I thought it was, I mean, obviously different situations for different people, but it, I just loved how conscious you guys were about each other and that you were going through it together and opening up the family. I love that. I love that. And sorry. And
0: yeah, I know. And I want to remember where I was, but also on that is remembering this is your kid's parent. This is half of them. And when we disrespect them, the their other parent, we're disrespecting part of our children. It's really important. And even if they are, you know, and I and you know, I'm fortunate, you know, that their dad was on the same page, and there's many of many people out there, and I coach many, many people on this that the partner isn't on that page of going through it consciously and peacefully, and maybe they're just in a whole different state of mind. But this is really important. and I actually had a therapist tell me this, and I want to share it with the world <laughs> because the the our children, they only need one conscious parent. If they only need one, if they have more than one or, or caretaker, it could be a grandmother. It could be right. But if they have more than one great, amazing. That, that's just even better. Right. But they really only need, require one to know what it feels like to be safe, to be held, to not get caught in the drama of things, to be at a higher level, To know, yeah, to just know what it feels like to, to be safe in that space and heard and loved, it it only takes one. So just for all of us to know that you can, you might be the only one sometimes. And that's
1: huge too, because I, a friend of mine's going through something and unfortunately it's not as like copacetic Mm -hmm. as yours. And, but I think if they had, I, I mean, I'll definitely have her listen because She's worried that that's, you know, this other, this anger and this, yes. other and, and, and we're
0: like, how is that going to impact my kids? And we want to control and protect and like shield them. But I'll say this it's it's so important for us all to know that, you know, there's a reason that's their parent and they're going to, it's going to shape them in some way. And I think it's going to be positive, right? Like it could be, but if they have a conscious parent or a conscious place to go to process it. And where it's not making that other parent bad, but it's just hearing them and understanding them and giving them tools and helping them through, then they're more equipped than most of us are, were as adults, right? Like when we came into adulthood, they'll be more equipped as teenagers at a young age than, than many of us were, you know, when we got married. <laughs> but just having that and knowing that that parent was meant to be their parent and it's a part of them and a part of their life path no matter what.
2: I totally agree so much with everything you've said. It's just so beautiful. And, you know, I had a five and a two-year-old as well when I was going through this, which is really funny. So we have, there are actually a lot of similarities between, I think, our stories, but we go out of our way to ensure that our children feel like we just have a bigger and better family now. Right. It just has evolved into just this beautiful, lovely family and the kids you know, it's a lot for them to draw when they're drawing a picture of their family. (laughs) It's it's really cute too. But one of the things that I found as well is we're not perfect. And there are going to be times when even sometimes it's in front of the kids and sometimes it's not directly in front of the kids, but they find out that, you know, mom and dad don't necessarily see eye to eye on something. I think that it's such an important thing as well to chat with our children about it to say, you know, mommy and daddy are way better as co-parents or, and you know, it doesn't have to be mommy and daddy. It could be, you know, whatever partnership you have, of course. But in this case, for me, mommy and daddy don't necessarily see eye to eye, but it doesn't mean that we don't love each other. And it doesn't mean that we don't love you and that you aren't our number one priority. We respect each other. We just won't always, and no one will always agree on everything all the time. And I think having that conversation is really important, especially with people and former spouses that don't always see eye to eye on everything. I mean, sure, there might be people that are just bang on with everything and they're like, yeah, we totally agree on every single thing all the time, (laughs) right? But I know in my case, it's not always the case, even if we get along so well most of the time. Yes,
0: and that's that's such a beautiful point because not only, you know, in every situation and even for our kids, to see that and see us moving through that and talking about it is so good because they're going to be the ones that disagree with us one day. And for us to, for them to know, like, we still love each other baseline. We love each other no matter what. Right. And we can move through this. And I've actually seen mom or dad or, you know, move through this and get back to a a good place. Right. Uh, No matter how big the disagreement or whatever it is that comes up. I think it's so, so important. Yeah. So thank you for saying that. That's huge. Yeah.
2: Sorry. I know we got a bit sidetracked there. I'd love no. To I yeah, back. yeah. No. I
0: feel. I think what I was saying was that all of this is all amazing. These are like all the high points, right? But the the best gift also that we gave our kids was that when they were in pain, when they were upset about it, when they were crying in their beds at night about it. We didn't say, oh, but we're, but our family's going to be okay. We're always going to be a family, you know, oh, look, our family's like, we didn't try to put some silver lining on it. We like, this was so big. This was so big. We held them and sometimes cried with them and said, I know this is so hard and it's so, and if it were true, you know, whatever was true for us at the time of this is so hard for me too. It's very, it's so painful. And I'm here. And I will hold you through this and we've got each other and we'll just take one step at a time and we can, we can move through this and we love each other so much. And mommy's here for you. And daddy's here for you. And we will move through this together. It's so important that that pain is honored and not overridden, right? Because it was painful. And that's the truth. And the second we try to go look over here, then they're, then they, it stops the process for them. And it makes them think I'm not supposed to feel that way, but it's, it's the truth. Right. And so, so
1: big of you to do that with them because it is scary and that, and be able to sit with it with them. And I mean, cause it is a huge loss. And I was just thinking, you know, uh, like it's the same with death or anything, like just anything. Being, yes. not shove it down, which is, the natural reaction, but to sit with it and be like, yeah, and go through it with them. I mean, like you said earlier, the muscles and the ability that you're giving them for life. I mean, that's a huge life skill of sitting with it and going because they, they grow so much in that moment. Yeah. And yes. God. And they know it's
0: okay to feel and, you know, I'm supported and feeling what I need to feel. And we, we, if we're constantly going, look on the bright side, look on the bright side, right? We're, we're overriding their feelings. And I, I brought that into even the little things. Like, you know, when as adults, we can see like what's really not important and what is, it's like that breaking that Lego set is not the end of the world, but you're acting like it, but like meeting them there because for them it is, for them it is, right? So like d- it's taught me a lot, just that process, then now kind of like moving it into the smaller things. Um, so that was really important that was a very important part of the whole process and I think really served them because because they were able to complete those emotions in that moment it didn't happen I don't think as often as it would have otherwise or didn't last as long you know we saw them start to resolve and get and be able to kind of shift with the changes that were were coming Um, and and what I want to say about that you guys always talk about on your podcast, putting your oxygen mask on first, like that's right. That's so important. That was, I would say the number one thing for us going through this or going through anything in life, but in parenting and everything is that knowing how to find the support we need to move through it so that we can better support our families and our kids and our relationships or whatever it is, because in, it's not only for us, it's the, best gift we can give our kids to show, to show them even just energetically, they may not consciously know like, Oh, mommy's got support and she's taking care of herself, but for them to feel the energy of mom's resourced or dad's resourced, they're taking care of themselves. They are getting the support they need and regulating their nervous system that makes the child feel so safe and supported, whether they know why or not. Right. And we're modeling for them, like I've got me, you don't have to take care of me or my emotions or not cry or do this or say this to make me feel better because I've got me. And it's, it's the best gift we can give them is, is a parent with a regulated nervous system and who has the resources and support
1: they need to move through
0: what they need to move through.
1: Yeah that's amazing. And so good because when you're going through a hard thing, you do, you have to find what's going to keep you afloat. What's going to keep you full because there's so much more than your, av- your regular day. It's like, yeah. Whether that's the, you know, you find it in your friends, your community, your morning routine, your right. that's ugh. whatever it, yeah. It, you know,
0: whatever, whatever support that is, if it's, you know, yeah. Like you said, taking time for yourself, going on a run, being in nature, therapy, coaching, whatever it is that you need to support yourself is the putting that oxygen mask on is the best gift we can give them. It's just, it's not just for us. And it shows them we're modeling too. We're modeling everything we do. We're just modeling because our kids don't do what we say. They do what we do. Right. So they see like mom, like mom and dad are, they they're getting support. You know, my kids came with me to one of my meditative dance classes the other night and they got to experience it. They ended up like, you know, wanting to do it with me because it was just me being in my, you know, and they see m- mom does these things for herself and it makes her happier and she takes care of herself. I don't have to. Cause there is an unconscious thing all kids have of wanting to make our parents happy and take care of them. Right. And so the best gift we can give them is letting them know I got me.
2: I 100% agree. That is by far the most important thing I find as well. You have a whole week, all seven days, where you're focused 100% on your kids, and you also are busy, you know, in your, whether it's your personal life or work, or whatever yeah. the things are, and you just want the self care and you need the self care and you don't feel that you can get it it can be very helpful to,
0: yeah. to do the
2: two yeah. three days or, or one day, whatever, yes. works yeah. so whatever works for your family. Is, it, I is, guess, it's right.
0: so, it is so based on the, you know, like in, in some people don't have 50-50 and that works better. You know, some people, I know like one parent has them during the weekday and one does every, week, every weekend, right? And that works better because of the structure of it for the kids. So there's just so many ways. I, I would just say, again, tuning in, To you, like talking to the, your, your, the other parent and really having those conscious conversations about what really works for us and our, our kids that's in all of our best interest is the most important thing we can do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to bring up, you know, both of you are so fortunate that you have healthy situations. Again, I'm just using my friend as an example that is going through this and it's, it's not a great situation. Her yeah. ex-husband is not talking, you know, he's making yeah. it very difficult. Um, yeah. What would your advice be? I mean, I, I kind of am glomming a lot, just w- how you're handling things on your own. And just even if, and not saying anything negative about the ex, even however horrible they're being or whatever, just to keep it clean on your end. And then it takes one conscious parent. Uh, Is there any other advice of how, My friend can just to help support her and any other person out there that's going through a divorce or separation that just isn't as aligned with partner on the same page as you guys were.
0: Yeah, and you'll—I mean, you—you might not be surprised by this, but self-care, self-care, like really taking care of—it's for your friend, like taking care of herself. What does she need to do? to move through this consciously, regulate her nervous system. What support does she need in her life so that she can be in that energy of not blaming, not getting sucked into the drama of it, um, holding the space for her kids as a, you know, neutrally, so they can come to her and and tell her what's coming up for them. And she can really hear them without blaming. Right. Um, And then I would also say just energetically, holding him, holding that partner. That's just not in alignment with you in a, in a higher energetic frequency, even just in your energy and in your mind, just holding that intention, visioning, envisioning, like it really, it really works, you know, visioning, um, of time when you can be on the same page and really holding that vision even if you're getting sucked in, you know, into like something that feels really bad right now, holding the vision of a day when you can maybe not be best friends, right? That's not right for everybody or even be friends, but where you can have a really beautiful, peaceful co-parenting relationship where the kids are the first priority, just hold that vision, hold it because that is what is in their highest and best at their highest potential, right? They're just they're caught in their own stuff, and we can't control that. So just hold that vision and do what sh- do what you need to do to take care of you and support yourself, so you can create that space for your kids to thrive. And know that whatever is happening, it's all part of it. It's meant you know it's meant to bring whatever up. It's part of his process. It's part of her process. It's part of the kids' process. Really trusting that, um, and and staying in staying, I say stay in your lane. Yes. What's in your lane? What's your business and what's God's business, right? And your our business is taking care of ourselves and and supporting ourselves and being resourced.
1: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. And it is sad that there. You brought it up at the beginning that there is so much shame and guilt in it, um, because it is more common. And it's like, I mean, life happens. Like you you have intentions. You had a dream, and things don't work out, but it always works out better than you planned but to get to that, it's so, like you said, it was, you know, you and Jason are at a good place right now, but it was messy. It was, there was a oh, lot of, right. and, yeah, but it's just, you got to go through that to get to the better space and just trusting that, I guess. And yeah, trusting in the end, when it's the
0: unknown, that's the scariest, because yeah. you don't know exactly how it's going to play out. You don't know how exactly it's going to look and just taking, like, I would just say two, just one step at a time, just one step. You don't need to see every step. Just know what's the next step I need to take. Let me move through this in the the best possible way that I can and hold myself through this in the best possible way I can. And then the next step will show itself and trusting, trusting, trusting that if that was, if that was not right for you, there is something better that's coming. It's a hundred percent. Something better is on its way. And you'll, Oh, you know, well, if we're, if we're trusting our intuition and we're doing this in that way, we'll always look back and go, Oh, now I see. Like I could have never seen, I mean, those, I think about the nights I spent crying, it felt impossible to see how, and I, I wouldn't have ever been able to imagine how all these things came into play and the puzzle pieces fit together because you can't, right. You can't possibly see it. But then after it happens, you go, Oh no, it makes sense. It all makes sense. But I could have never planned for that.
2: Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. So, and I think it is important to have these talks about it because I'm sure anyone going through this will have feel that. And it, it, you know, like you were just saying you're in a good space now, but it, it, there was a lot of nights you had no idea what was going to happen. And you just, you know, do what you stay in your lane and do the self-care and trust. Yeah. And I also wanted to bring up you're dating an awesome man. Yeah. And I love what you were saying to me and Treza about it before is how you kind of worded other people coming into their lives, into your children's lives. Like yeah. I just loved how you yeah. said that. Yeah. It's it's
0: you know, and he calls himself the bonus parent, you know, my boyfriend's with like bonus parent. He calls himself the bonus parent. And it's true. Like we all bring something different into their lives, just like, just like aunts and uncles and grandparents, like those relationships are so amazing for them and to have these different kinds of flavors and different things that they can do with different people and, and what they bring out in them is so beautiful. And so, you know, one of the things that their dad and I, that we agreed to is that we would meet the partner, whoever that's going to be introduced to the kids before the kids did. And so it was actually really funny because they actually, they went for a for a drink. And it was almost like, felt like my dad or my brother meeting my new partner <laughs> <It> Almost <felt laughs> that way. And they had a drink and it was like, Jason, like my, their dad was like vetting him almost, you know, asking these questions. So what are your intentions? <laughs> it was really funny now, you know, even at the time it was funny. Um, but it was amazing. And so, you know, he felt like he got to be a part of it before his kids were meeting someone. And he got to almost say give his blessing a bit. And then the same thing, when he started dating his girlfriend, who's amazing, we did a double date before she met the kids and it was amazing. It was just an, I felt like I got to welcome her in, in this way before it was like, Oh, my kids already know her. And now, you know, what's the relations. And so it also just took away for me any, you know, and also, I mean, it probably helped that my kids were a little older before she she came in. So, you know, it felt that there was something about that that probably felt good, but there's just no like seeing them snuggle her or seeing them like, there's just no charge in it for me. It's like, I think she's amazing. I think they, you know, we're each showing them like lo- what loving relationships and being in love looks like. And they get, and you know, and my kids, they align with their dad a lot because are boys, they see dad having a crush and then they have a crush and it's so cute. It's really sweet. And so, yeah, I just, you know, I, like I said, our family's opening up, our family has expanded and it's just bringing more joy and we're planning, you know, we're, we're planning, we do holidays together and we're all going to go up to where she lives for Thanksgiving and do it all up there. And, you know, and, and all of our parents are still, you know, all close and so it's just you know this I know is not how it works out for everyone so again want to honor that it's not always this happy ending or you know happy it's so but I know that but it can it doesn't always have to be a and for the partners out there that that right now are are like in anger or in the drama of it to hear this that it doesn't it doesn't have to be that way it doesn't
2: it can evolve too you go through phases it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows and it doesn't always necessarily have to be bad either. And you mentioned, you know, we did the same thing in terms of meeting, you know, each other's partners first and it gives my girls such peace of mind. I can feel the relief when they say, did you meet them first? How do you feel about them? And for me to say, she's lovely. You are going to have so much fun with her. And I had friends who said to me, oh my gosh, I don't know how you could allow for someone to spend so much time with your kids. That would be so hard for me. And it was so intuitive for me to just welcome this lovely human being into my kids' lives and for them to be so happy and feel so safe and loved by another person it was, it was almost similar to in the way I felt when I had a nanny, right? I had these beautiful nannies and they were caring for my babies. And I was just like, thank you so much because I can't give them everything in life that they need. I just can't. I know that is just yeah. the truth. So for me, that was great. I mean, was it a little bit hard at one point when my ex-husband's girlfriend's was the best French braider ever. And I just can't. <laughs> and I've never cared to learn. And it was at first, it was a little bit of a blow to my ego because even totally. daddy can French braid better than me. Um, I was like, fine, that's a sexist thing. I totally get that. But, you know, we joke about it as a family, but everyone yes. else can do it better than me. And I just, I'm like, yeah. okay, you know what? That's just not my jam. It's okay.
0: Yeah, totally. It's so, to, Yeah. Our egos are always going to get tripped up, you know? And that's, and that's what's beautiful about the the work I call you know the work in our lives of like recognizing our triggers are our teachers, they're coming up for our our own healing that we need to look at in ourselves. It's never about the other person, right? Ever, truly. Um, And so when we stop blaming and saying they're wrong or I don't like, I don't like them because they're better at this thing, right? It's actually for us to go inward and go, oh, what's that part of me that's tender, that needs love because I'm feeling this way and I'm feeling inadequate. I need to now ha- find the resources and support to take care of me in that way and heal that so that I don't bring that to the table. And what a beautiful gift to Teresa, what you're talking about, that we give our kids that they never have to filter how they are around that person so that mommy's not upset. Right. Or that, so that daddy's not upset. Like my kids will be on my boyfriend's lap at events or, you know, just snuggling and stuff. And it's it, and their dad doesn't, there's no charge there. They'd never have to think like about filtering their behavior again, to protect mommy or daddy, um, because they know we've got us, we are taken care of, we're resourced, we're supported. So they can be free to be themselves and have whatever relationship that they have and be true to that in front of us. And it's, it's beautiful.
2: Yeah. Thank it's, you yeah. so much for this, Carrie, all of these tips and even day-to-day humans interacting with each other not even in a divorce setting it's it's so applicable but especially if you're going through a divorce and after when you're co-parenting or even if you're not co-parenting and you're just in situations with you with your ex it's just yeah everything you've said is just so helpful so thank you so much yeah
0: yeah of course and one one more thing that just popped in that I thought I'd tell you guys That was funny is um, their dad actually ended up like doing a whole talk about because he realized after like when we were splitting up and we were splitting up time, like how much freedom that gave him to like fulfill his soul, like because it was like time without the kids and then how, you know, it kind of gave me that time, too. And he was like, God, if we would have been acting like we were divorced when we were married, we may not have ever gotten divorced. I don't know that that's, I don't think that's true, but I think it's important for married couples to with children to think about that. Like if you could say, like every Wednesday night is mom's night, she gets to go do dad's got everything, right? And every Thursday night is dad's. He doesn't have to worry about a thing. If he's gone from at the end of the work day, through the rest of the evening, fine, like whatever he needs, like the working those in now, again, self-care, right? So whatever that is, if it's connect, if mom needs to have connection with her girlfriends or a walk on the beach or alone time, whatever it is, working that in as a priority to, it, is really important. And we we realized that we we were like, oh wow, this is like, I'm so much more fulfilled. No, and so, that's good. yeah.
1: And supporting each other's self care. Like the happier you are, the better we'll be. Yes, like, yes, yeah. and work it in.
0: Work like work it in somehow now, and it is doable. As hard as we think it yeah. is, because what are they going to do without me? Mo- you know, on moms, I know feel this way. Dads too. But what are they going to do if I'm not there to do these things and make sure these things? You know what? It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Try it on, and you'll see.
2: <laughs> Just make, a make it a
0: priority. Yeah. Yes
2: and from an ego perspective as well I've never been someone who's good at asking for help but knowing that he has my back if I do need the help I just need to ask in the first place and that for me is it's always been a thing right no I've got it I can take care of everything you know this whole superwoman thing that we all have going on it's just silly but it is what it is and it's so nice to know that you hopefully can have each other's backs and just that that space that they can hold for you to allow for you to have the self-care you need, or if you have an event that you need to go to or whatever the thing is, it's just so important.
0: Yeah. So big, so big. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that, if you can bake that in, bake that into your routine because otherwise it's really hard to like, you know, to make it happen. But if it's baked in, it's really important. And ask, yes, where, it, yeah. Be, get comfortable receiving. <laughs> get more comfortable receiving and delegating, letting I go. I to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Carrie,
1: I want you on like every week. <laughs> I know, work. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, this is so, so big. And I so, I, I really think that the people that need to hear this, Will And I think it will help because I think the awareness and knowing that you're, again, my biggest thing is that you're not alone, that other people are going through it and that you're, you both are the light on the other side and that you both went through a lot and you're such in a one wonderful places for it. And I just, I thank you so much for sharing that because I think it'll it'll really, really help people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hold that vision. See your kids thriving. See your relationship in a good place. And yeah, and I think if the more we hold that, the more we align with that in ourselves. So beautiful. Thank thank you. you. Thank you both.
2: This is so amazing. Thank you. Carrie is just such a beautiful soul. This was such a helpful episode. Her insight and tips are just so remarkable. Not just if you're going through a divorce, it's really no wonder that she has such a thriving coaching business. There really were so many great takeaways from this interview, but my biggest ones were one, if you can try to make it a priority to move through a divorce with kindness and grace. So don't share your dirty laundry with everyone or place blame, especially when you're chatting with your kids, because ultimately, as Carrie said, this is your child's parent. Two, you were meant to have these children and you're always going to be a family. I love how Carrie said to her son, our family isn't breaking up, it's opening up. Three, kids only need one conscious parent or caretaker to know what it feels like to be safe, held, heard, and just be at a higher level. Four, honor the pain for you and your kids. So acknowledging that it's hard and then moving through it together as a family. Five, know what support you need personally. And this applies just in life generally through all the ups and downs. Of course, this includes self-care, but a big piece of it as well is modeling. I love how Carrie says the best gift we can give our kids is to let them know I've got me so that they can just focus on really just being kids. Six, and this is another general one as well. Carrie says our triggers are just for us to figure out how we need to heal and what we need to do. It's really not about the other person. And then seven, communicating wherever you can, especially for the sake of the kids to set any ground rules or scheduling or whatever it is. And then if you have little, what might be a suitable schedule for that specific child? Because when they're young, it's a very long time to be going a whole seven days without seeing one parent. And also helping to set ground rules with your ex if you're able to in terms of, new partners meeting with the kids and whether or not you want them to meet your ex-partner first. Having conversations up front can be really helpful and can avoid conflict as you're navigating through co-parenting. I really hope you found this episode helpful and that you share it with someone that's going through a divorce or a breakup with a long-term partner, or even on the other side of that, because a lot of Carrie's tips apply to our day-to-day relationships. Have a great rest of your week.
1: Thank you again for joining us today. We know how many other things you could be doing and it means the world to us that you're here.
2: We hope you always get something valuable from our podcast and that you feel supported. If you have a question for us about our content or anything else, please leave it in your review of this podcast or you can send us an email or DM us on Instagram. We're here for you. So let us know what
1: topics would be helpful and that you're interested in. You can join our membership by clicking on the link in the show notes. You are never alone in parenting, and we're here to support you at every stage. If you know anyone that would be inspired or supported by this podcast, please share it with them. We provide content every week, so please subscribe wherever you're listening from. If you leave a review, you'll have the opportunity to win a gift that we
2: absolutely love. We're so excited about this giveaway. We only introduce brands to our community that align with our values, and Barbara and I both love the Now Tone Therapy System. This yoga for your mind is one of the most simple ways to relax, relieve stress and anxiety. The creators recommend listening twice a day for only three minutes to receive these benefits or to listen as often as you like. And if you buy them, there's a risk-free three-month trial period. What we like best about Now Tone Therapy System is that it's something everyone can make time for. My family likes to listen first thing in the morning and at the end of each day. It's the easiest and most relaxing path to mindfulness daily. We'll link to this amazing product in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next time.